Hey there, welcome back to the podcast of the Francis Asbury Society. I'm Josh Hallahan, Director of Discipleship. Glad to have you with us. This is episode 70. We're delighted to have Kim Ball, who works with Titus Women, share with us. Kim shares on prayer and some scriptures that have been an encouragement to her in a very real season that her family finds themselves in, in needing to depend on Jesus and our strongest weapon, and that is prayer. So this is real. This is powerful. We hope you enjoy it. God bless. Just looking forward to having just some time this morning just to talk to you. And it's going to be just about prayer in general. And it's amazing how much differently you pray um, when you have an urgent need yourself. Um, and so when you're really trying to earnestly like call out to God, and I know different times um, I've had to do that before. Um, I was in a tornado just talking about storms already. But in as a camp counselor, it was a really bad tornado. I mean, people were killed in the tornado. But I mean, there was, you know, we were definitely praying um, during that time. And also there was a hurricane um, on my honeymoon. And so uh, it's a funny story for other people, but not for us at the time. But, you know, you're having some earnest prayer then. But whenever you're having something that's a really difficult time, um, you go a little more seriously, a little more in depth um, with prayer. And we've had just a difficulty with our family these past few days. And so I've really been calling out to God a lot more um, and then I think about the different people in the Bible. I just kind of was writing down different ones. And you think of them um, in the prayers and the, the fervor and the intensity with them as they were praying, like Abraham, when he's called to sacrifice Isaac, David fighting Goliath, and then David's many battles as well. And him calling out to God, um, Joshua entering the promised land, especially after Moses has died, um, just the, the fear during that time, Moses going to talk to Pharaoh. Um, Elijah praying on Mount Carmel, and also at the early church um, when the Christians are praying before as they are being scattered about. And then I think also of Jesus and just his prayers when he was baptized, praying for his disciples before selecting them when he prayed all night. And then when he just prayed for his disciples in John um, chapter 17, when he's praying for them before his death. Also his time alone. We saw so many times in the Bible where he's playing uh praying, you know, for God to be with him during those uh, busy times, and then praying in the garden, that earnest um, crying out in the garden. Um, I love reading uh, the book of Acts. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible, but talking about the upper room where those that are all gathered in Acts 2.14 says they all join together constantly in prayer, and just think of the sweet fellowship of other Christians and just the benefit of that, and because of just the great need um, that our family is having right now with a um, just a, a difficulty that we're struggling with, you know, you call out to prayer for other people. Um, and Beth Coppage is one of those on the Titus Council. And so she sent some scriptures and I wrote those out and was praying those through the weekend along with the scriptures that I was looking and, and, and finding myself. But I just want to share a few of those scriptures and maybe they'd be helpful for you as well. Um, one of them is Proverbs 16.3, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. Because um, what we asked for, for my husband and I, is just wisdom going forward, how to help our son. And so, so that's what we want to do is be able to, to uh, give those plans over to God and for him to give us what to do. Um, James uh, 1, where it says, you know, if any of you lacks wisdom, you must ask of God. But I love the part that says, when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. And so if we're asking God and we're calling out to him, we need to be believing in him. 
Um, also, Zephaniah 3, 8, therefore, wait for me, declares the Lord. And then Beth just explained this. She said, wait, an expression of complete dependence. The person who waits has surrendered the situation and solution to Jesus. And so trust in him that he's going to be the one given the answers, given the guidance that we need. Um, Psalm 32, 7 and 8. Um, also a great comfort. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. And then Psalm 25, 4 and 5. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are my God and Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Um, and so just really seeking out for God's guidance and his direction. And that's what we've been doing um, throughout the weekend more intensely um, because this is something uh, personal for our family. I remember when my husband lost his job, um, I was really good at praying for other people when they were out of jobs and things like that. But when it hits your family, then um, it's a little different story. When it's, when it's your issue, it's your problem, it's your difficult um, uh, trial that you're trying to pray through. Um, this day with the master on June 23rd, we were praying. The verse was from Job 42.2, where it says, where Job says, I know you can do everything. And just a little commentary from that devotion was really helpful. Um, it says, we must believe God is running our lives. God is in control no matter where we are. God can and will use your circumstances to accomplish his purposes. He is the only one who can produce fruit out of an apparent disaster. And I think just really trust in him. We saw that with Job and just how he continued to trust and continued to trust. I um, also want to share just a little bit. It was um, two devotions from Andrew Murray. It's a prayer book that I have, uh, his, and then also one from Adrian Rogers. Um, the one is December 8th. It's from, well, I wish I had the front cover, but it's talking about being alone with God. And I want to share two verses, uh, Mark 135 where it says very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Um, and then Mark 631, where the disciples, everything's really busy with the disciples. And Jesus tells them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. And just the importance of being alone with God. Um, and just his commentary this from Andrew Murray, we need to be alone with God to yield ourselves to the presence and the power of his holiness. Christ on earth needed it. He could not live the life of a son here in the flesh without at times separating himself entirely from his surroundings and being alone with God. How much more must this be indispensable to us alone with God? That's the secret of true power in prayer. And so as we're calling out to him, just making sure that we have that, that alone time. And Jesus gave us that example over and over and over again, where he went and had those times of uh, prayer by himself. The devotion from Adrian Rogers, I like this is just a, hopefully an encouragement, just part of Matthew 6, 13, uh, part of the Lord's prayer. Do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And he says, um, there's a devil. He's very real and he wants to keep you from praying. He says to his demons, keep that person from talking with God, because if you can keep him from communicating with his father, we can beat him every time. But if he prays, he will beat us every time. Um, when you're dealing with a difficult situation, it's hard to, you can get kind of beat down and, and feel discouraged. And so just the um, encouragement of just keeping on and keeping praying um, and really trusting that God's going to give an answer and he's going to give guidance. And I love this other one. It's another devotion from Andrew Murray, which is just really helpful. And the verse is one that I've memorized 
back in college, but it's I'm the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me will bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing. And this devotion is talking about that absolute dependence that we need on God, that um, the Christian life is a life of absolute dependence. It talks about, you know, the vine, um, the vine has the work to do and the branches just simply depend on the vine and receive what it gives. And so just one little commentary from this is as you depend on him, he supplies your needs by sending down the Holy Spirit. Jesus wants you to be dependent as you serve him day by day, hour by hour, in everything you do, simply abide before him. Live in the total helplessness of one who can do nothing. Absolute dependence upon God is a secret of power and work. You and I have nothing unless we receive it from Jesus. And so just making sure we have that absolute dependence um, and just want to share a few other scriptures um, before I finish, but uh, Mark 9, where the father brings his demon-possessed son to Jesus. And I love this, where Jesus says, anything is possible if a person believes. And I love the father. He says, I believe, help me in my unbelief. You know, he kind of says both ways, but I think sometimes when it's um, that deep struggle, I mean, this is a father dealing with his son. And when you have a, a personal struggle yourself, sometimes that, that is hard. Um, I believe, help me in my unbelief. Um, Matthew 28, 20, Jesus says, I'm with you always, and we can trust that. And also Matthew 14, it's one of my favorite um, passages in scripture where Peter walks on the water and he's able to walk and he's able to come to Jesus as he keeps his eyes on him. But he, when he looks around at the storm, that's when he sinks. Um, and for us to make sure that we're keeping our eyes on Jesus no matter what, and that we're not looking around and we're not looking at anything else, but we're looking straight at him um, and looking for his guidance. And if he says go, if he says stop, if he says something else that we're ready and responsive to that. Um, just want to finish with just um, four other scriptures that have meant a lot to me as I've been just praying this weekend and maybe to be helpful for you as well. Um, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 goes along with uh, Matthew 14, but let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. In Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. Deuteronomy 31, 8, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. And the last one's one I just kind of say to myself a lot, and you may do the same thing, but Psalm 91, 2, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. It's that, that ending part that I keep saying, he is my God, and I trust him. He is my God, and I trust him. And if I do, even if there's a difficult situation, I'm going to be able to trust him that he's going to help me, and he'll be there for me, and I can trust him to give me guidance and direction and that no matter what situation it is, it's not hopeless. Um, I'll say a prayer for us if that's okay. And then we can, if, and then if there's the other prayer after that, but let us pray. God, we do thank you for the opportunity that we can talk to you, that we can come to you. We can go to your word and we can see how faithful you are through scripture and through our own lives, how you've been faithful. And no matter what is in front of us, no matter what trial, whatever difficulty, whatever decision or whatever's going on, that we know that we can cling to you in that utter and total and complete dependence. We thank you that we can yield our life to you and that we can just seek you and know you and just listen for your voice because you are a good God and we can trust you and we can trust you to be with us and to encourage us and to strengthen us. And we'll just um, give this day and this time over to you. And as we trust your word and trust your plan 
And uh, as we just look to you and, and we just um, just abide in you day by day and that you would just help us at this time, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity just to pray and just to bring these things before you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, Kim, for that wonderful devotion and leading us, uh, pointing us to Jesus in these times of prayer. Thank you, listener, for stopping by. We do pray and hope that these are an encouragement to you today in particular. If you are carrying a burden, uh, please bring it to Jesus and also please share it with us. We would be honored to come alongside you and to lift these burdens to Jesus. You can reach out to us, find all the contact information on our website www.francisasburysociety.com. Well, thanks again for stopping by. Take care, God bless, and we will see you next week. Thank you.